Welcome to Keeping It Real. Episodes may contain some explicit wording. Be careful. Do not regard any of the information shared here as expertise in any area. Use your own discretion. Hello, everybody. This is Jay. How are you doing? Well, today, let's talk about the topic of being successful. Maybe that's money to you. Maybe it's uh, having a successful family. Maybe it's mentally being in a right frame of mind that makes you feel good, that makes you happy. There's all sorts of different forms of success and how you can define it so... Let's go over some different things today. Let's talk about some different possibilities of what success could be and how we can achieve it. I've got lots of notes here um, from important people. Um, I'll throw out some names later. Basically, here's one thing that you can think about to start out with is you get out of life what you believe you deserve. Do you believe you deserve something great? Do you believe you're a loser? Do you believe you're worthless? You're a scum-sucking, bottom-of-the-heap maggot that deserves nothing in life. Nothing is ever good going to come to you. Do you talk shit to yourself all the time? Like, I catch myself doing this. Saying the most horrible possible things that I could say to myself. I would never say these things to other people. You drop something. Oh, you fucking idiot. You damn moron. You can't ever do anything right. You fucking idiot. And you think something like that happens. Okay. Would you say that to a friend, to a family member? Maybe you would, but I wouldn't. And most decent people They definitely would not do this. So there's a problem here when you have a consistent way of thinking or talking to yourself this way, either subliminally. uh, I doubt many of you talk out loud. It it can happen, though. Like I said, in the moment, hey, you drop something (laughs) and uh, it's in the kitchen. You're cooking uh, something splatters all over the place you know fuck you're cooking you got the olive oil out you're about to uh, put it in the pan you drop it shit goes all over your shoes the floor fuck motherfucker you fucking idiot you fucking moron goddamn son of a bitch you start breaking shit whatever you lose it this shit happens so um let's think about how to talk to ourselves in a different manner in a way that is positive like there are so many different forms of doing this but subliminally what you think about yourself comes out sometimes when you least expect it and 
can you retrain that subliminal thought pattern in your mind? Can you somehow change the way that you think about yourself through actions, through doing something different every single day to sway this? Well, obviously you can because plenty of people have done it. One thing you could start doing is try to automatically make yourself laugh instead of cutting yourself down. Hey, it's a hell of a lot better way of dealing with the situation. Laugh it off. Try and think things happen for you, not to you. It's a reframe. The context of the situation. So maybe let's go back to the olive oil that spilled all over the floor. Well, look at the floor. Has it been a while since it's been cleaned? Is there hair, crumbs, all sorts of nasty stuff? Maybe another spill you missed a while back you didn't clean up. This is a good reason to go ahead and clean up what you just did and knock out the other stuff on the floor. And maybe give your shoes a shine. Um, So that's another way to look at it. Um, There's ways to turn these things into... Positive context is what I'm pitching at you is don't always look at things in a negative form. And another thing we can do, lots of people have heard of this and it's kind of woo woo is the positive affirmation. There's so many people you can look up on doing positive affirmations with yourself. I'm not a big person on doing this, uh, but you will find There are some people that have had highly successful um, habits changed in their life from doing positive affirmations. Maybe you don't even love yourself. Maybe you just hate yourself. You dislike yourself. Um, So start with saying, I love you. In the mirror, look at yourself and can you say, I love you? Can you do it for a minute? Each day, can you just simply look at yourself for a minute in the mirror and say, I love you? Maybe with your clothes off, even learn to accept the fact that you've got some saddlebags, love handles. Uh, You think your face is fugly. Uh, You got some crooked teeth, uh, cross-eyed, your hairline's receding. Whatever it may be, you got a lopsided um, titty. If you're a girl, one's way bigger than the other. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, I don't have to go through all the gruesome things that may be wrong with you because the real bottom of the line reality of this is we all have something wrong with us. You need to erase expectations of perfection. We are all so flawed. You can change. You can get better. But there is no such thing as perfection. Some people have this drilled into their brain so hard perfection. It it makes them strive for it. It makes them somehow think they can achieve it when there's no way to. Failure is a part of life. And... It's something we have to accept in actions and in simply who we are. There's there's no perfection in any human being. So be okay with who you are as a human being. 
Learn to love yourself. That's a big step. Are you attached to concern about what other people think of you? That's like learned helplessness. Rejection actually is progress. If somebody rejects you, it can be a great thing. It's a learning experience. How many rejections does it take to get to the one that gets you what you want? Like in sales, most people know if I'm a guy knocking doors selling products, I'll probably have to knock 10 doors before one person will not slam the door in my set face and tell me to fuck off, get off the property, and actually just listen to me. Then I can have the opportunity to talk and possibly sell to them. But there's many failures that come before you will ever reach that one person that says, Hey, yeah, go ahead. uh, Tell me what you got there, son. Let's hear it. And out of... There's one person out of that 10 that listens to you. Maybe it's... Two or three out of 50 that buy it. So what? What if what you're selling two or three of those people is making you thousands of dollars with the product you're selling? That's where you have to develop thicker skin and go, I am not going to be attached to what other people think about me. Learn to love yourself and be okay with failure. I can even go as far as saying... Put yourself in situations that will make you face rejection. I mean, that sounds difficult. That sounds terrifying, horrifying. Walk into Starbucks and convince the barista that you need a free coffee. Talk to them. Convince them. Get them to turn you down. If they do, go to another place. Ask for a free coffee. Somebody's going to give it to you. And you'll find out that you have influence, that there's possibility. And rejection doesn't hurt that bad. You didn't die the five other coffee shops you went to where they said, no, I can't give you a free coffee. In fact, you start to find power in yourself through rejection. So, there is a uh, experiment out there. Uh, I think it's called the 100 Days of Rejection that a guy did, where he literally set up a challenge for every single day for this 100 days, and he did something different every single day to get a rejection from somebody. Now, that's kind of hardcore. But if you really want to learn how to develop thick skin and empower yourself with lots of confidence, maybe this is what you should be doing. Maybe this is a route to go, something you can look into. Let's take another example here. Like look at a baseball player that we consider successful. A 300 batting average in baseball is considered really good for those that are sports fans you understand this for those of you that are not you don't have a fucking clue what i'm talking about a 300 batting average what the fuck is that well 
say you take a thousand pitches and you only hit 300 of them, that gives you a 300 batting average. And this is considered some of the best elite players in the baseball league. That means they missed 700 fucking pitches. Come on, man. Do you see that there's lots of failure there that leads to being a great baseball player? There is lots of failure that is linked to becoming great at whatever your pursuit is, no matter what it is. Go fail. Enjoy it. You probably won't at first. But face it. Go up against it. Learn how to become that batter that took a thousand fucking swings and hit 300 of the pitches. Right on. Upon assuming a challenge like this, the main thing daunting in everybody's mind is what are other people thinking about me? People with high anxiety, which I have experienced throughout most of my life. I don't know if it's genetic. I don't know what the deal is with it. I can't explain. Some people have PTSD. They experience uh, post-traumatic stress disorder from some really shocking event. Something major happens. Some people, it's this low-level lurking anxiety that's always there waiting to fuck you in the ass. You know what I mean? But anyways, I'm just, it, it's there. It's like this evil little piece of shit whispering in your ear. It's like the fucking devil in your mind always telling you that person's looking at you. They think you're a piece of shit. You fucking stink. That girl would never go out with you. Look how fucking ugly you are, you cocksucker. This kind of stuff is what's going on in the head of people that are really anxious. They have that voice. So just remember this. It's a key point. Other people aren't thinking about you. They're thinking about their self. In general, this is the truth. As much as you are worried about what everybody thinks about you, that's what the person next to you is thinking and all the other people around you. They are thinking about their self and have less concern for you than you could ever possibly imagine. So stop worrying so much about what these people are thinking about you. Seriously, they're thinking about themselves. So since we're kind of hovering around this topic, you will always be unhappy if you are worried about people pleasing. That goes hand in hand with worrying about what people think about you. Please yourself. Please your God. Please your family. I mean, if you don't believe in God, the universe, whatever higher power that you believe is out there, please your kids. Please somebody that you love. That's who you need to please. Above all, I say please yourself. Um, not in a, a way that is totally narcissistic and is 
basically with your middle finger up to the world and not caring about anybody else. Of course, love your fellow neighbor and human being and people out um, when you're going doing your daily activities. Love your fellow man. Love your fellow woman. Let me be politically correct. Love everybody, whatever they are. I don't know all the different titles for the different sexes, non-binary, blah, blah, blah these days because that's gotten so freaking complicated. So just love everybody, Um, but please yourself. Stop worrying about pleasing other people. So we can only receive basically what we are willing to accept with our mind. You can only receive what you will accept with your mind. If your mind says that you're a loser, you will receive that. If your mind says you're a winner, you will receive that. It's like your thoughts are magnets. Be a dreamer. Have visions. Don't be a scarcity thinker. Try to be an abundance thinker. Think the best of everything. Think things will go your way. It's a change of your thought pattern. And your subconscious can be hardwired to repeat the same patterns over and over again of being negative. It's a hard one to break. But through being persistent and conscious of this, you can change these thought patterns. You just have to shed those limiting beliefs, man. Your subconscious is always trying to validate whatever it is you believe, the good or the bad. It looks for it everywhere all the time without your awareness. So change those thoughts from bad to good. Don't dwell on the negative. Start Paying attention to the positive more. Expectations. Higher expectations. Positive ones. This is where you could get crazy with the positive affirmations. Uh, I am blessed. I am strong. I am powerful. I am healthy. I am rich. I am confident. You're probably not going to believe it. But just try and stay positive. Keep the, the most positive possible thing on your mind. Not the most negative thing on your mind. Because expectations, again, are like magnets. What you expect, you will bring to yourself. Your brain has a portion of it called the reticular activating system, RAS. That is a function of your subconscious mind. And it filters out like relevant and important information to you. That's what you don't want to be fed negativity. Now, the reticular activating system, we've all recognized it before. Like Tony Robbins at his, uh, pardon me, at his um, get togethers that he has, Tony Robbins will ask everybody, look for the color red. Look all around you. Find the color red. Find the color red. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, he gives them about 30 seconds. Everybody picks out all the things that are colored red. Close your eyes. Now tell me what is brown in the room. Well, nobody can tell anything brown or green 
or any other color, but they can tell you everything that's red because it's what they were looking for. And you've noticed this before. I promise you, like if you've bought a car, like say you went out and bought a nice red Corvette. You may not have seen them all around town. You may have had your eyeball out for one, but then all of a sudden you're going to start noticing red Corvettes everywhere. Why? Because you're looking for it. Now that you have it, that's all you're looking for. It's, it's on your mind. Or maybe it's before you even buy it. You start noticing them on the road everywhere. There's little ways where you have experienced this before, but you just didn't realize that's your reticular activating system at work. So I was talking to you a lot about, <clears throat> sorry, I'm having a little problem with my throat today. Exposure. Being up against some things that may uh, be challenging to you or that you're not used to or that you need to learn, that you're uncomfortable, you don't have a good standing in yet, you don't have a lot of experience. Exposure and experience always will trump knowledge. Exposure and experience will always trump knowledge. Now, how exactly can I put that more clearly for you? Let's say you do stock market trading. You get into it little by little with some exposure and some experience making little small trades here and there. You learn a little bit. You get to where you network with certain people. You learn some more. You get some more exposure and some more experience. You try and make some more trades. You learn more about the S&P and this and that. And um, before you know it, a year from now, you're a virtuoso. You've delved into it so far that you're making strides in it. You, you've turned into an expert of sorts from the exposure and the experience We've all heard of the 10,000-hour rule, right? That's how you make an expert. can't remember the man that um, did this research, but 10,000 hours to expertise in anything. Exposure and experience always trump knowledge. Okay, so you can read about the stock market over and over again. You could read every damn book possibly out there, but still application. It's not just about what you know. It's exposure and it's experience. Now, this is something that you've got to learn by doing. It takes action. So don't just kick back and relax. Expose yourself to things and experience things that you want. If you want to gain knowledge, if you want to get better, if you're trying to make moves in that direction, don't just read or listen to people on podcasts. Take their knowledge, but then use it. Action. Come on, man. Get off your ass and do something about it. Don't just learn about it. It's great to get the knowledge, but take it and use it, man. This is one of the biggest problems ever is people don't use the knowledge. 
Have you ever seen these self-help junkies that just read book after book, listen to podcast after podcast? You know, they go to every damn seminar that comes into town, but they're still losers. They never do anything. It's because they're scared. They're chicken shit. They don't move. I know it sucks. You don't want to be called a chicken shit. You don't want to think that you don't have the nerve, but I'm trying to tell you, it's about getting the nerve. It's about making the move. It's about taking that chance and getting off your ass and little by little, put yourself out there and do it. Start small. Move your way up. There's graduations. It's little by little. We got to stop making excuses. Excuses fucking suck, man. Nobody wants to hear them. Nobody wants to hear your excuses. Things are never going to go my way. Everything always fucking goes wrong. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that shit. So be your biggest fan, man. Get aggressive. Just quit making excuses. Don't wait to win. Start now. Start moving forward step by step, incrementally towards whatever the goal is. What have you been studying on? What have you been learning about? Start getting out there and putting action into moving towards that thing. Another thing now, don't think of your life as a battle, as a struggle. This is like that negative mindset, that that subconscious negativity that lurks. It's always there when you say, well, I'm just fighting the good fight. Or it's another day, another dollar. You know, you've heard people saying this shit at work or to, to their buddies. You'll constantly manifest more of these battles. You've got to start thinking different. Okay, so what does it take? Set your goals, man. You want to get rich? You want to lose weight? That's not a goal. Be specific. I want to make $30,000 in the next six months. Or I will make $1 million in two years. I will lose 30 pounds in the next three months. These are very, very specific. If you're not specific, then you really can't have a target to aim for. Don't be vague. Be very specific. Your mind goes to work when you define it. Write your goals out. Read them out loud to yourself. Not with other people around. I'm sure you've got some place that's private where you don't have to look like a retard standing around reading to yourself. Or somebody hears you in the bathroom talking out loud. So anyways, find that place. Find your little moment of solitude where you can take these goals you define and read them to yourself. I'm not talking like scream them or yell them, unless that's your thing. Ah! Imagine as if you have them. Use your subconscious. Imagine. Is it that hard to see? Try. 
Use your imagination for good instead of always imagining the worst. Goals need to have reasons, emotions to get you inspired. I mean, you got to look at it. If your goal doesn't have emotion, how's it going to get you in motion? You see that? Motion is in the word emotion. So get your goal set that has some emotional feeling to it for you personally. And that will cause you to get in motion or it will be a lot easier to get into motion. If you have a defined goal, review it every day. Next, plan. How am I going to achieve that goal? Write that out in details. In the next three months, in the next six months, in the next year, in the next whatever it is, this goal you've decided is that you're going to achieve micro down what the steps are. Come up with why you're doing it. Why is infinitely more powerful than how. So think about that. Why are you going to do this? Not not just the how am I going to do it. Why am I going to do this? Goals are, are like promises. They're like commitments. And that's a big deal to make a commitment. And real decisions are proved by action, by immediate action. Okay, so now we just got to start coming up with some kind of habits here. Because we're talking about all sorts of life-changing stuff, so... I don't know where this study came from, but life is supposedly 40% of habits that you do every day. Actions that you do without even thinking about it. It's just automatic. Like I wake up, I take a piss, I brush my teeth, I get in the shower, I wash my hair, I take out the garbage, I get in the car, I drive to work, I get in the box, I do my work, I'm on the computer, I leave the box, get back in the box and drive home to the big box and then I get dinner and blah, 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 blah. it's just habit after habit. So I could definitely see this 40% number being realistic. It's just habitual habits that you have not really thought about, but have turned into your daily rituals. It's, 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 it's you now. So create new habits. Habits can be powerful or they can be destructive. So think about that. I need to do an episode just on how to construct new habits. Because this is something big. Break bad habits, start new healthy habits that are going to propel you into a better future towards goals that you want to achieve. So you're not stagnant, staying in the same place, rotting. So let's talk a little bit about identity. Your identity is the belief about yourself that governs where you stay in your life. It's like a thermostat. If your thermostat is set at 70, that's pretty comfortable. You won't exceed it, 
you won't drop below it. Isn't that what a thermostat does? It monitors. It makes it where the temperature doesn't go above or below too much. It just it's going to stay right there. So that's what your identity can be like a thermostat. So say your temperature drops, you're going to find a way to heat it back up to where you're comfortable. You know, so if, if say uh, you put on 10 pounds, well, your thermostat says that you're a guy that's 10 pounds less. You're probably vigorously going to make an attempt to get back into that comfortable zone where your thermostat says you are supposed to be 10 pounds less. So say you make $10,000 more a month. Well, what your subconscious is going to try to do is deregulate you back down from that 10,000 and cool you off cuz you're getting hot man you're you're getting up you're going around 80 or 90 degrees your thermostat doesn't want you making all that extra money your identity thermostat believes you are a 70 degree kind of guy so you need to get away from that $10,000 back where you're comfortable you'll sabotage yourself simply from your subconscious being like this your subconscious view of your identity wants to bring you back down to a comfortable, non-challenging spot of who you believe you really are. Gotta change that identity. Who you really believe you are. One simple way to increase your identity is by osmosis, simply associating with people who run at a higher temperature. More successful people, people who are doing things physically more challenging in a better way, have a better body, a better diet than you do. People that are accelerated in the business world, doing things, movers, shakers, they're making money. They're meeting lots of people. They network and roll with the highest people. Those are the kind of folks maybe you need to start associating with. Maybe you just want to be more happy in life. Start associating with people that have a more positive outlook. Get away from the gloom and doom people. Remember, who you associate with will define who you are. Show me the five people that you associate the closest with, and I can definitely figure out what kind of person you are. Who are the five closest people in your life? What is their personality and their identity like? It rubs off on you. All right, so let's talk about another powerful thing. Gratitude. How about being thankful, being happy that I have a roof over my head, that I am in a temperature controlled environment that is comfortable, that I have enough food to eat. I'm not starving to death. I mean, there's so many ways you can look at your life and be grateful. Maybe you have a freaking awesome husband or an awesome wife, beautiful, wonderful children. Maybe you have a great job. Maybe you do what you love for a a living. 
There can be so many things you're grateful for. Thank the powers above. Thank your Lord. I mean, be thankful. One thing you can do is journal. Lots of very influential, successful people journal every day, either in the morning or in the evening. If you start journaling about gratitude, what are you thankful for on a daily basis? Then again, the reticular activating system comes into effect. You start looking for more and more things to be grateful for because you do this on a daily basis. It rubs off on your subconscious. Then your subconscious starts looking in the outside world for things to be grateful for. You have a more positive outlook. You're a happier person. You laugh more. You're better to be around. You attract people to you that are good people, solid people, not scum of the earth, people that are bitching and whining, moaning and groaning and not ever doing anything to make themselves better. They're just looking for company because misery loves company. They would love to drag you down in their hole with them. Be grateful. Be happy. Journal this on a daily basis. Morning or evening, write down what you're grateful for. Start imprinting into your subconscious by doing this on a regular basis and you'll start looking for it. It's a great tip. Here's some questions for you. What are you happy about in your life right now? What about that makes you happy? How do you feel? That's number one. Number two, what am I excited about right now? How does that make me feel? Number three, what am I proud about right now? Number four, what am I grateful for right now? Five, what am I enjoying most in my life right now? Six, what am I committed to right now? Number seven, who do I love? Who loves me? How does that feel? You can do some more questions like when you in the night. These are all the things that you can journal about. You can answer them as you're listening to this right now. Just take breaks, pause in between or journal about it. Every day you could answer these questions again and it could be something different. Or hell, what if it's the same thing? Who cares? As long as it's positive stuff you're answering, you're thinking about positive things to imprint upon your subconscious brain. At night, question one, what have I given today? Question number two, what did I learn today? Number three, how has today added to the quality of my life? Think about these things, man. Now just get dirty and do the work. Get dirty. Do the work. Motion. Emotion has motion in it. 
Okay, and I've learned lots of this stuff from influential people. Um, the majority of this stuff is from Ed Milet and Tony Robbins. Two powerful, influential human beings who have done a phenomenal amount with their life. And we can learn greatly from them because these are not only things that just they have learned. They learn from other people. They had mentors, mentors that taught them how to be the great men that they are. So, ladies and gentlemen, apply these things. Become better human beings on the face of this earth because we need it right now. And it'll make you a happier, more successful human being. And that's what we all want. We don't want to suffer and be miserable for our whole damn life. That would suck. And I know I've went through periods of my life where, hell, I have thought about some horrible things. Maybe I'll share it with you another time, but I've not always wanted to carry on. I've had some rough spots where I thought this life sucked a big dick and I was done with it. I didn't want to do any more pain, agony every day. And I, my subconscious is convinced that it's never going to get any better. Well, don't believe it. Start thinking differently. Put in some effort to making things different for yourself. Find some help. Reach out. It's never going to hurt you to network, to be vulnerable, to open up to other people. So just give it a go, man. Or lady. Or (laughs) non-binary. Whatever you are. Whoever you are. You're all human beings. I love you. Thank you for the listen. We'll talk to you soon. Subscribe and catch me on the next one. Take care. Keeping it.